Well, yes and no. Uh, clearly, there is a real difference on the merits of the conflict in uh, Ukraine between the U.S. and South Africa. It did not complicate uh, President Ramaphosa's visit to uh, Washington and his meeting with Biden, and it did not compl uh, complicate the visitings of, uh, of undersecretaries and the Secretary of State to here, as well as Yellen's visit. Now, Yellen gave a major address on Friday in uh, Dakar, which I've read, and it's very clear uh, about its condemnation of Russia's invasion of uh, Ukraine. However, it's the collateral damage which is uh, to Africa, which is of concern, and uh, of which uh, Western powers have, have ponied up uh, $13 billion to ameliorate some of these uh, uh, hunger uh, impact of, of uh, the, the grain disruption, the grain trade disruption. But also, um, she, she emphasized, and I think she will in her uh, visit here uh, tomorrow, um, the, the uh, sustainable uh, development uh, commitment that, uh, to um, uh, $8.5 billion that uh, the U.S. and Europeans have uh, pointed together to um, alleviate um, uh, dependence on, on traditional coal and, and, uh, and petroleum and to go green. So uh, that's the theme, I think, that she's going to want to follow. And judging from her, the text of her speech in, um, uh, in Dakar, it's economic development, it's, it's, it's public health, it's climate, the kinds of things which are really very much on the uh, public agenda in Africa. So talking about collateral damage and, you know, looking at the African continent in this Russia-Ukraine uh, war, um, how does that affect South Africa currently? What is it about that particular war that we are feeling rather keenly at this moment? Inflation, 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 and, and, uh, and, and at the pump and, and uh, in the food shelves. Uh, uh, even though we're a great uh, producer of food, uh, the the, uh, the the knock on effects uh, to Africa and to to uh, to South Africa uh, have been very real and and uh, um, the people who are privileged uh, such as myself uh, still have availability of things but but the majority of this uh, population which is uh, is, uh, is very uh, disadvantaged uh, educationally and and, and employment wise. Uh, poor and, and uh, unemployed and, and inequitable uh, uh, legacy of apartheid, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the, the real problem. Now, it's also the problem of leadership and government and corruption, but that's a whole other subject. So just looking at uh, the Russia-Ukraine war, South Africa, of course, um, through uh, the ANC-led government, uh, the ties with Russia go back into the days of the liberation struggle. And uh, obviously we are a part of BRICS, and uh, those are very strong ties that we have as South Africa. And then you have, of course, the United Nation, uh, the United States now coming on and saying, well, actually, we, know we, we don't actually approve of your friends, um, but these are very long-term friendships. So where does this leave South Africa? What should South Africa do ideally? <laughs> well, I wouldn't prescribe to uh, uh, how, uh, you know, I'm an ANC member, and I wouldn't prescribe to to, uh, uh, to, to, to what President uh, Ramaphosa should do. 
uh, except to, to, to point out that, as you suggested, uh, there is a contradiction, uh, a contradiction that on SAFM this morning on your old show uh, that was being discussed at, at considerable length um, between um, uh, what uh, South Africa espouses at the UN Security Council and uh, in, in its own foreign policy about territorial integrity and sovereign equality and the statement that, uh, that uh, Minister Pandor uh, issued on, uh, what, February 24th or 25th, right after the invasion, condemning it, uh, and the current uh, relationship. Now, what makes this relationship real is economics, probably, and I don't know what uh, Putin's uh, deal is with um, uh, with, with uh, the, the current government. But don't forget that uh, President Ramaphosa and the, the constitutional processes which held obviated that that questionable, constitutionally questionable deal that uh, Jacob Zuma negotiated with Putin for the trillion rand uh, nuclear uh, project. So uh, he could not have been, Putin could not have been happy that Cyril Ramaphosa uh, uh, suspended that deal, uh, or that South Africa suspended that deal, and, and Lavrov was here to talk about, well, maybe nuclear energy features in the future of South Africa, and maybe it does, but I don't think it will feature prominently. Uh, Lavrov also spoke about uh, that drill that is uh, taking place, uh, told the media about that in uh, Pretoria. And uh, it's been in newspapers as well. And, of course, um, what do you make of that in terms of, uh, again, those relationships that already exist, Professor Stremlau? And, um, again, you know, this uh, United Nations Security Council, what happens in there, you know, what South Africa's stance has been, but also what the stance of, uh, say, the United States and um, uh, those uh, who are supplying weapons uh, to Ukraine has been. Because if people are saying we are anti-war, how are you anti-war if you are supplying weapons, uh, regardless of to whom it may be in the conflict? Well, how are you anti-war in the United Nations Security Council when Russia was chairman of the council and wields a veto by virtue of the deal that was struck in, in the 1940s, uh, and, and, uh, and the issue of the uh, affront to uh, Ukraine was raised. Uh, so that, uh, you know, one, one thing you have to realize is that the United Nations has failed to uh, be a peacemaker in this process. Everybody has, has, has failed. Um, but uh, the, 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 uh, the other thing is that uh, uh, the suffering of the Ukrainian people is not only a humanitarian disaster, but they surprised the world and the West, which underestimated both uh, their resistance, their national sacrifice, and the capacity of the Soviets, to dom- uh, Russians, to dominate and win in a week. You know, this special military operation as uh, South Africa has politely referred to it in consistent with the, with the, with the way the Russians describe it, uh, has been a disaster for them uh, uh, because of, um, of, of, uh, of the resistance. And the resistance only got Western weapons once it was proven that the, that the Ukrainians were going to fight like the devil in order to 
uh, reject uh, recolonization by by the, the Russians. And so it, this is a conflict that has deep roots. It's not a conflict for Africa, but Africa suffers the collateral damage as is so often the case. Indeed. Um, just a final one on uh, Jan- uh, Janet Yellen and her visit to, uh, to the continent overall, and of course, uh, stopping here in Pretoria. Um, the ultimate motivating factor for this, what do you believe that to be? Well, I think it is, is what, what she said it was. Uh, she's not going to change anyone's mind here about uh, the merits of, of uh, the Ukrainian war, but she is going to emphasize the need for uh, sustainability. And this $8.5 billion, uh, she's going to want to find out about how South Africa is thinking about the, the implementation of that, which is it, it's fair enough. And, uh, you know, it, it's good that she's coming to South Africa in Senegal, which is is growing much, the fastest growing state in the in the continent, uh, and as chairman of the the AU, that makes sense. And Zambia, of course, is is uh, is is a, as a reversal toward democracy and needs to be reinforced. So uh, South Africa is still a liberal democracy, and I'm glad she's 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 here. We, the, the, the the Americans and the and and the South Africans always have. Uh, diplomatic differences uh, about uh, the world, but uh, the, the, the peoples are in both countries are struggling to make democracy work better. Indeed. We'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much, Professor John Stremlau uh, from the Department of International Relations at the University of the Witwatersrand.